Welcome to Square Wave on CKUW 95.9 FM. I'm your host, Dustin Rogers, and today on the program, I've got a very special episode for you. I recently acquired a pressing of the Metal Gear 2 soundtrack on vinyl, a game which originally released on July 20th, 1990 for the MSX2. As the early tactical espionage title has just turned 32 years old, I thought it would be a good time to look back at the incredible synth soundtrack that it debuted and talk briefly about the team and the technology behind the music. So what you're about to hear is my own vinyl copy of the double album played front to back with only brief interludes while I flip the records to talk to you about who these people were, what the technology was, and everything that went into this game. So let's get started. Here is side one of Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. I hope you enjoy.
Welcome back to Square Wave on CKUW 95.9 FM. What we're listening to this hour is the vinyl soundtrack of Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake that released for the MSX in 1990. One of the last games officially released for the MSX2, it was a huge leap over the original game and it introduced many of the characters and tropes that would come to define the Metal Gear Solid series later in the decade. The melodic and dynamic synth soundtrack that is heavily inspired by the synthwave soundtracks of the 80s action and horror movies, it was made possible by the special SCC hardware that was included in many of Konami's MSX cartridges. And the SCC is just another one of those chips whose real name has been lost in time. It's either the sound creative chip or the sound custom chip. We don't know. I've looked into it again. It's one of those things where we just don't have it, but SCC chip. And this chip added five voices to the MSX2's standard three-voice PSG, or Programmable Sound Generator chip. And it's what helped many of Konami's games from this era sound so good. And although the vinyl that we're listening to today sounds exceptional, there are some strange choices made during the pressing. For example... Several tracks on the album are actually multiple songs combined into one without separate titles. The song First Introduction, which you heard a few moments ago, consists of two song entries from the first conversation in the game, the second of which cues partway through. Another song, Return to Dust, which you also heard there, starts with the music for Traveling Through Air Ducts, and it features the distinctive heartbeat sound. Two songs again combined. The track... Natasha's death includes the jingle of the initial shock of finding her dead and then the actual dying scene. And the song Killers combines the intro, the pre-fight, and the fight music proper into one track from a boss fight. The album also doesn't include the Metal Gear D's entrance music and Night Sight's unique boss theme. For some reason, they chose to put Gray Fox's theme, which is called Tears, right after the first boss theme on the vinyl, even though you meet him quite a way through the game. In total, there are 46 music tracks, most of which are included here on the vinyl. So let's get back to it now. You're listening to Square Wave on CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg.
Welcome back to Square Wave on CKUW 95.9 FM. You're listening to the vinyl pressing of the Metal Gear 2 soundtrack released for the MSX2 in 1990. And the songs themselves were composed by members of the Konami Kokeha Club, who were Konami's in-house team of composers that had adopted the name as a unit. And sort of like a band name, the Konami Kokeha Club kicked off a trend of house bands that would exist at many developers for the better part of a decade and help establish and notarize the musicians behind the music and games. Drawing their inspiration from early sounds of video games, Kukea Club translates to Square Wave Club, and that name serves as the inspiration behind this show's name as well. And it really was a group of musicians. They all worked together, and though the Metal Gear 2 soundtrack was indeed the work of many individuals, a few names have risen to the top here. Most notable is Masahiro Ikariko, who helped compose games like Sunset Riders, Sparkster, and SD Snatcher. The latter two games there I covered last year on an episode for the great composer Michiro Yamane. As for Ikariko, he was credited as Ikachan in the game, and apparently spent many late nights composing for the soundtrack, so much so, in fact, that the staff joked that his infant daughter began to call her uncle Papa during the time of the development of the game. And it might sound a little horrifying now, but that extra work by Ikachan and the rest of the Kukea Club resulted in Metal Gear 2 being Konami's largest soundtrack ever at the time of release. Another key contributor on the project was Yuji Technochi. No relation to Motoaki Technochi, who I covered last week. Yuji Technochi would go on to compose many other excellent soundtracks, including the games SD Snatcher, Space Manbo, uh, Nama Baseball 68, and the 1992 X-Men arcade game. Some fantastic soundtracks there. And he's definitely somebody I'm looking at covering for a future show, perhaps as early as later this season, so I don't want to say too much more about Yuji Technochi. Uh, but in an interview, Technochi says that there were eight different composers who worked on the Metal Gear 2 game, including himself. And he says that the game over music for Metal Gear 2 is his alone, which is the very last track on the album. So let's get back to more of it right now. This is the vinyl release for Metal Gear 2 released on the MSX2 in 1990. You're listening to Square Wave on CKUW 95.9 FM.
Welcome back to Square Wave on CKW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg. This hour, I'm playing the vinyl release for the MSX2 called Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake, which is not to be confused with Snake's Revenge Metal Gear 2, which released for the Nintendo Entertainment System also in 1990. Although the MSX2 was a Japanese home PC mostly exclusive to that market, Metal Gear 2 did get a proper release in the West in 2005 as part of Metal Gear Solid 3 Subsistence, and it was included on the second disc and featured the first Western localization for this title. And included in the MSX2 game was a secret sound test that you could use to listen to all of these songs, and it was accessed in-game by equipping the cigarettes and changing your transceiver's frequency to 140.07, but not calling it. And this caused the game to play a random song and included two exclusive songs that could only be heard on this mode, but which are present here on the vinyl. It's a fantastic feature and it heralded the sort of esoteric idiosyncrasies that would become more prominent as the series matured. And speaking of which, like many of the later Metal Gear Solid games, Metal Gear 2 is surprisingly prescient in its narrative. Although it released in 1990, it is set in a fictional 1999 where the Cold War had ended, the Berlin Wall had fallen, and Zanzibarland, which is a fictional country that was established in 1997 after a successful war of independence against the Soviet Union, is attempting to hold the world supply of oil hostage. Yeah, it's scary foresight for a game released 32 years ago. In fact, Hideo Kojima says in the liner notes for the original album released in 1999 that the game had to undergo several rewrites just to account for the real-world changes that happened in the months leading up to the game's release, events that included the Tiananmen Square protests, the Romanian Revolution, and the reunification of Germany. So with that said, let's get back to the last few minutes of the vinyl that we can play here on our one hour together. You are listening to Square Wave on CKW 95.9 FM.
Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Square Wave. Unfortunately, that's all the time that I have for the fantastic Metal Gear 2 vinyl soundtrack, so I'll have to end it here. Please join me again next week for more video game music history. And if you would like to connect to the show or catch up on older episodes, you can follow Square Wave CKUW on Twitter and very soon, very, very soon on the podcast app on your phone. Square Wave is written and hosted by me, Dustin Rogers. The show's theme was composed by Spaceman Fantastiques. Thank you very much for listening and stay tuned for more great programming on CKW 95.9 FM. <laughs>